Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Your sunsets. Temperatures will fall behind a front that comes through after midnight. Along with the heavy rain, we'll have gusty northwest winds around 10 to 20 miles an hour, but gusting to near 30 and 40 miles an hour by early Monday morning. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Mark Pena in the First Alert Weather Center. 42 right now in Springfield, 42 degrees it's Farragut Square. It's 40 degrees in Laurel at 159 on WTOP. You're listening to WTOP. Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good morning. I'm Dan Ronan. Thanks for joining us here on the Overnight Shift. Coming up on WTOP, Wreaths Across America brings tens of thousands of people to Arlington National Cemetery. Neighbors near a proposed new sports arena raise concerns. Already very high cost of living areas. I'm Luke Luker. The search continues for a man suspected of hitting three people with his car in Rockville earlier this week. Prison for a local man who ripped off emergency COVID funds. This is Kyle Cooper. A Virginia marching band has reached the finals of a national competition, and now Metallica is judging their performance. I'm Valerie Bonk. A tough night for the Capitals in Nashville, 2 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Matt Piper. Calls for a ceasefire in Gaza are growing louder around the world and even in Philadelphia. It comes as Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu says he's pursuing his country's attacks on Hamas like never before. CBS's Ramian Asensio says on the streets of Tel Aviv, there are wishes that freeing the hostages can be approached with that same intensity. Families of hostages still alive in Gaza demanding their government bring them home now. I don't imagine it can be any more urgent than it has been before. Every day is a death sentence to them. Are you angry? My anger only aims towards my government. Desperation is growing after Israel's military mistakenly killed three hostages in Gaza Friday. Back in this country, White House and Senate negotiators are huddling this weekend in hopes of brokering a compromise on border security. House Republicans say it's essential before they will consider new administration requests to fund the war efforts in Israel and Ukraine. In New York City, the clock is ticking for migrants who find themselves in city shelters. CBS's Linda Kenyon. The migrants are limited to 60 days in city housing under an order issued by Mayor Eric Adams in October. Mohamed Diallo, a migrant from Guinea, is concerned. You are not even going to sleep because every single day you are waiting for the guard to come to wake you up to tell you, listen, tomorrow you need to leave. Mayor Adams says the limit on staying in the shelter system comes in response to an overwhelming number of asylum seekers crossing into the U.S. through the southern border, many of them ending up in New York. Linda Kenyon, CBS News. Holiday travelers may want to check off one more box before hitting the road. CBS is at least Preston on the uptick in COVID and flu cases just ahead of Christmas. Crowded airports and holiday gatherings are also leading to a rise in COVID and flu cases. Nationwide influenza cases are up 10% from a week ago. California also had a 40% jump in COVID hospitalizations. But the pandemic is also helping create a longer holiday season. Remote workers with greater job flexibility are beginning trips sooner and ending later, on average, adding six days to their travels. Conspiracy theorist Alex Jones is asking Sandy Hook families to accept a small fraction of what they are owed. 
He was ordered to pay them $1.5 billion for defamation, but he's offering $55 million over 10 years. He's appealing and has insisted his comments about the shooting were protected by free speech. This is CBS News. Make the hiring process work for you. With Indeed's end-to-end hiring solution, you can attract, interview, and hire candidates all from one place. Start at Indeed.com slash credit. Good morning. It's 2.03 on Sunday morning, December the 17th. It's going to be a very wet, windy day today. 46 degrees. Good morning, I'm Dan Ronan. The top local stories that we're following this hour here at WTOP. Tens of thousands turned out at Arlington National Tempest Cemetery on Saturday. WTOP's Jimmy Alexander reports they came from literally all over to honor the nation's war dead with the annual wreaths across America. We come here to honor the persons who were willing to give their lives for our freedom. An estimated 60,000 volunteers came from near and far to take part in the wreaths across America. My mother, she came all the way from Ethiopia to visit. If you were here, you'd see a large number of families that have made wreaths across America a holiday tradition. You know, it's overwhelming. I have this feeling of pride in my stomach. And I'm just really proud for these guys to be here helping us lay the wreaths. While a lot of people will place a wreath on someone's grave they've never met, to others, it's much more personal. Four generations of my family have fought for America, and we have three members of our family buried here to include my late husband. From Arlington National Cemetery, I'm Jimmy Alexander, WTOP News. The Alexandria City Council held its first meeting since the stunning news that Monumental Sports wants to build a new sports arena at Potomac Yard for both the Wizards and the Capitals. Not everyone who showed up thinks it's a great idea. Alexandria City Manager Jim Parajan told the City Council many reasons to consider the new Caps and Wizards Arena in Potomac Yard, including a widened commercial tax base. Creates opportunity for wealth creation for our residents, particularly in marginalized populations through job creation. But many residents of the neighborhood aren't buying it. Alexandria and Old Town and Potomac Yard as a whole are already very high cost of living areas, and the people that work at this arena, and they will not be able to live in the area that they work. Concerns about who will cover unforeseen costs was also brought up. As the governor of the General Assembly agreed to fund more police for the city of Alexandria. The city plans to hold many community outreach events throughout 2024. If approved by the city and state, groundbreaking could be as early as 2025. Luke Luger, WTOP News. The suspect in a hit and run outside of the Montgomery County Courthouse on Thursday appeared targeting the family of the woman charged in his son's murder. Police are still looking for a 44-year-old man. His name is Walter Giovanni Marquez Avilas. NBC4 cites two law enforcement forces saying that Marquez Avilas is wanted after allegedly running down Jennifer Espinosa, Oriana's brother, the grandmother, and a third person. She faces a murder charge in the stabbing death of Marquez Avilas's son. Her 79-year-old grandmother is listed in very serious condition. Marquez Avilas faces three counts of attempted murder and three counts of first-degree assault. Anyone with information on his location is asked to call the police. D.C. fire officials are still looking to try to figure out why two buildings on North Capitol Street became completely engulfed in flames 
late Friday night. The call came in around 719 Friday evening when firefighters arrived. Officials say the former old engine company number 12 building in the 1600 block of North Capitol Street was ablaze on two floors. It was last used as a fire station in 1987. There was a mayday involving some trapped firefighters. That was quickly resolved and there were no injuries to the firefighters. The building was deemed unsafe to enter, so 25 units, more than 125 personnel, fought the blaze from the outside for hours. D.C. Fire and EMS Chief John Donnelly. My understanding is it was there was a this was a hotel that was under construction officials say a fire investigations team is looking into what caused this third alarm blaze in the district matt koufax wtop news a virginia marching band wants to fade to black to get national attention from a legendary band i think we're all a little bit shell-shocked the oakton high school marching cougars put together a metallica themed show this year titled parade to black now they've reached the finals in a competition sponsored by metallica who are the ones judging whether they will win President of the Band Booster Association of Oakton High School, Christy Henderson. The parents and the the volunteers and the staff are all super excited for the kids. Her son, Taryn, is a senior and the drum major for the band. I'm thrilled for him to get that kind of visibility in the world. If Metallica selects them, they'll win $15,000 worth of equipment for their band, but they need your help. There's also an audience favorite competition. Go to WTOP.com to find out how you can vote for Oakton. Avery Vox, WTOP News. Coming up on WTOP After Traffic and Weather with less than a week to go, we'll check in on the status of the holiday shopping season. Details coming up. WTOP News Time. It's 2.08. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s. Let's go to Butch Seltzer in the WTOP Traffic Center. Good morning, everybody. In the district north, Capitol Street of Massachusetts Avenue, that accident continues. Construction with the right lane closed on New York Avenue, inbound at Florida Avenue Northeast. In Maryland, on the outer loop in Silver Spring, an overturned box truck at University Boulevard in the right lane that's blocking the right on-ramp as well. In Virginia, an accident with the left lane blocked in Centerville on 66 eastbound. Road construction has the right lane closed in Fredericksburg on 95 northbound between Plank Road and the Rappahannock. River Bridge. We're closed due to construction near the Pentagon on Boundary Channel Drive southbound between Washington Boulevard and 395. We also have the off-ramp closed on Boundary Channel Drive southbound to 395. Construction with single lane traffic in alternating directions in Upper Marlboro on Croom Road northbound between Croom Station Road and Crane Highway. Work there to replace the bridge over Charles Branch. Temporary traffic signals between Sasser Lane and the entrance to Marlton Community Park. Two right lanes blocked in McLean on the Beltway Inner Loop. That's between Georgetown Pike and George Washington Parkway with slow traffic through that construction. Go Electric, the Fitz way looking for an electric car try the new subaru Solterra, hyundai ionic or toyota bz4x state and federal incentives apply go electric at fitzmall.com i'm butch seltzer wtop traffic to seven news first elite first alert meteorologist mark pena patchy areas of fog for some out there this morning as temperatures are in the upper 30s to low 40s now it's quiet now but don't expect that to last for long as a strong system is going to move through our area bringing heavy rainfall later on today temperatures top out in the mid 50s and the heaviest rainfall will hold off until around after sunsets between sunsets and sunrise tonight though heavy rainfall with one to three inches possible east winds around 10 to 15 miles an hour gusting to near 30 
7.30. And after midnight, a strong front arrives that brings gusty northwest winds 20 to 30 miles an hour. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Mark Pena in the First Alert Weather Center. 41 degrees right now at Tyson's, 39 degrees at Waldorf. It is 44 degrees at Lafon Plaza. It's 210 at WTOP. The weather brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest financing. Terms and conditions apply. Go to longfence.com today. Money news on WTOP 10 and 40 past the hour. Let's check in with Tracy Johnkey this morning. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Demand for secondhand clothing has grown rapidly in the past few years, driven by shoppers looking for savings and by a desire to keep it out of landfills. The same can be said of secondhand books. This category has an awful lot of momentum. Ken Goldstein is the CEO of the online used bookstore Thrift Books. The research firm Words Rated says growth in used book sales is outpacing new and estimates the global market will be worth more than $45 billion within a decade. Goldstein is seeing that growth in his business, too. It's been a great couple of years for us. Uh, start, starting with COVID, we, we stayed open all the way through and were able to provide people with books, um, you know, in their homes when the stores were closed. And it's just continued to grow. Goldstein says popular genres right now include celebrity biographies and fantasy with romance elements. And soon college students will be looking for cheaper alternatives to new books for upcoming classes. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Tracy Johnkey on WTOP. It's 2-12. Coming up on WTOP, the new prequel to the classic Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory is being released. We'll get a preview coming up. People love their pets, but sometimes need a little extra help providing the care they deserve. That's why, since 1944, AWLA, the Animal Welfare League of Arlington, has worked every day to provide people and animals in need with resources, care, and protection. From animal adoption, lost and found, emergency food and rehoming services, to vaccine, chipping, behavioral training support, spaying and neutering, and more, AWLA always is there to help. For more information about AWLA's many good works, visit awla.org. Teachers shape the future. Right now, in a classroom somewhere in the United States, there's a teacher inspiring a future scientist who'll make preventing pandemics their life's work. Sharpening the mind of an aspiring environmentalist who'll help combat climate change. And generating possibilities for a student who'll be the first in their family to graduate college. Explore a career that leaves a legacy you can be proud of. Teach. Learn more and receive free support at teach.org. Struggle continues for the caps on the road. Sports in 10 minutes on WTOP. 213. Every 36 seconds, a vehicle is stolen in the United States. Cars are an important investment, and you have the power to protect it. Remove valuables from your car or place out of view. Roll up your windows completely. Don't leave your car running while unattended, especially during the winter. And always lock your doors and take your keys or fob with you. If you know something about a vehicle theft, call us at 1-800-TELL-NICB. This is a public service message from the National Insurance Crime Bureau. Hi, I'm Brian, and this is my little sister, Vanessa. Hi. We have been waiting for a place to call home for years because we don't have a forever family. We only have each other to hold on to, and I can't imagine being separated. Please think about adopting siblings like us. Visit AdoptVA.com to learn more. AdoptVA.com. There are more than 700 youth in Virginia waiting to be adopted right now. They need you. Go to AdoptVA.com to learn more. AdoptVA.com. We're waiting for you. 
Donate today at carsforkids.org. Your car, running or not, could be picked up as soon as the next day. No title, no problem. Go to carsforkids.org today. 1877 Cars for Kids. Donate your car today. Hurry, it's your last chance to donate for 2023. Washington's top news WTOP. Facts. Matter. Good morning. It's 2.15. I'm Dan Ronan. New at the movies this weekend, Timothy Chalamet stars in Wonka about the young Willy Wonka before he created that world-famous chocolate factory. Ladies and gentlemen, may I present to you a brand new contraption of my creation, an innovation in longification. Scrub, scrub. Christian Toto, the host of Hollywood in Toto, tells Dimitri Sotos he really liked this movie. A different kind of Willy Wonka. He's sweeter, he's kinder. He doesn't have the dark edge that we saw in that original classic movie. And I think it works with the story. It is about how he was trying to be a chocolatier, all the struggles he had to endure, a little bit of magic that came his way, and of course... And Oompa Loompa, here played by Hugh Grant, and I have to say, the technology to make him smaller, to make him Oompa Loompa-like, I found endlessly entertaining. I don't know why, it just struck me as funny. He plays a, no pun intended, small part, but I just thought it was just part of the merriment here. Uh, The songs are fine. I didn't think Chalamet has a great voice, but certainly good enough for the gig here. And I think if you push aside the expectations and, you know, disconnect it directly from what Gene Wilder brought, I think this is a fine family film. We also have uh, now playing in some theaters around here a a rather odd film it's getting quite a bit of oscar buzz emma stone is the star the film is called poor things i've heard some people call it a very adult version of barbie i don't know if you agree with that premise but certainly it is another case of a woman's experience in our world certainly not for the youngins it is a very hard r-rated movie and i would call it more of a female frankenstein we've got a mad scientist type play by willem dafoe he creates this creation who is Emma Stone, but instead of having an Abby normal brain like we saw in Young Frankenstein, it is a young, robust brain. So Emma Stone's character is able to grow and mature and learn and really become part of society. And it's how she integrates with this society, which is set in the past, but there are touches that feel like it's the present or even the future. That's kind of part of the the surreal charm here. And it is a feminist look at Frankenstein in a way, which is original and fresh. There is a lot of sexuality in the movie, and there's also a lot of laughs. I found the last act to be a bit, I guess, finger-wagging, I might say. I think that the messages about our society, about our patriarchal system, are established very well mid-movie. And then I think they really kind of go again and again and again. So I felt it was heavy-handed there, but otherwise really an original, fresh, bracing film. And boy, is Emma Stone wonderful in this movie. I would be shocked if she doesn't get another Oscar nomination. She is terrific in a very weird, challenging, funny, unexpected role, but she nails it every time. Hollywood in Toto podcast host Christian Toto on Skype. He recommends both Wonka and Poor Things at the movies this weekend. Now a look at the top stories we're following here at WTOP. Israel says the deaths of three Israeli hostages in Gaza at the hands of Israeli forces violates their rules of engagement. Former New York City Mayor Rudy Giuliani ordered to pay $150 million in a defamation lawsuit against two Georgia election workers. Keep it here. Full details on these stories in the minutes ahead on WTOP. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Butch Seltzer is in the WTOP Traffic Center. 
Good morning, everybody. In Maryland, on the outer loop in Silver Spring, an overturned box truck at University Boulevard in the right lane that's blocking the right on-ramp as well. In the district, North Capitol Street at Massachusetts Avenue, that accident's still out there and the roadways are closed. Construction with the right lane closed on New York Avenue inbound at Florida Avenue Northeast. In Virginia, an accident with the left lane blocked in Centerville on 66 eastbound. Road construction as the right lane closed in Fredericksburg on 95 northbound between Plank Road and the Rappahannock River Bridge. We're closed due to construction near the Pentagon on Boundary Channel Drive, southbound between Washington Boulevard and 395. And we also have the off-ramp closed on Boundary Channel Drive, southbound on to 395. Construction with single-lane traffic in alternating directions in Upper Marlboro on Croom Road, northbound between Croom Station Road and Crane Highway. Work there to replace the bridge over Charles Branch and temporary traffic signals between Sasser Lane and the entrance to Marlton Community Park. Two right lanes blocked to McLean on the Beltway inner loop between Georgetown Pike and George Washington Parkway with slow traffic through that construction. I'm Butch Seltzer, W. T.O.P. traffic. 2-7 News First Alert meteorologist Mark Pena with our forecast for the pre-dawn hours. little damp out there this morning. That's from some patchy areas of fog and drizzle that's developed across our area. Make sure you're driving to conditions and use those low-beam headlights. Later on this afternoon, we'll see highs in the mid-50s with some on-again, off-again rain showers, but the storm system we've been tracking will arrive later on tonight after sunset. Between sunset tonight and sunrise Monday, we're looking at some heavy rainfall in our forecast, one to three inches possible, which could pose some flooding concerns. And after a front arrives after midnight, some gusty northwest winds anywhere from 10 to 20, even close to 30 miles an hour. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Mark Pena and the First Alert Weather Center. And coming up on WTOP, after I give you the forecast, 42 degrees at DuPont Circle, 41 degrees at Germantown, it is 42 degrees in Annandale. Now coming up on WTOP, AAA is predicting this weekend will be one of the busiest ever for travel. We'll have the story coming up. It is 221, early on a Sunday morning. Here's Gary Greider, the HPC division leader on the Data Resiliency Series, sponsored by IBM 4. We're working in a fair amount of areas in, you know, driving memory bandwidths and smart memory control mechanisms, things like that, to be able to build machines in the future that enable us to solve problems that we couldn't contemplate solving today. Listen to the entire discussion on Federal News Network. Search IBM 4. In today's ever-evolving digital landscape, data is the lifeblood of federal agencies. Protecting data has never been more crucial. With IBM's storage portfolio, it's not just about safeguarding data. It's about ensuring the availability, recovery, and reliability of stored data to support mission-critical operations. 4Inc. is an IBM Platinum partner providing federal agencies with solutions to keep data secure, accessible, and resilient. Fortify your data resiliency with IBM solutions that deliver unmatched speed and efficiency. Visit FOURINC.com. 221. They want you to change your name. Archie Leach doesn't cut it. Anything come to mind? Cary Grant. He was Hollywood's greatest leading man. Ah, Cary Grant is a character. Be very careful about how he's perceived. Yet few truly knew him. I have loved a lot of people, and everyone's broken my heart. I'll never let you go, Archie. Based on the remarkable true story. You know what's wrong with you? No, why? Nothing. Jason Isaacs is Archie. The Man Who Became Cary Grant, now streaming only on BritBox. 
Want to know what's on the road ahead of you? Check with WTOP for traffic updates every 10 minutes on the 8s. They're a must for every driver. Okay, you've got your seatbelt on, you've got your car started. What's next? Check my mirrors. Uh... Check the traffic report on WTOP. Now you got it. WTOP traffic updates anytime you're on the road. WTOP News. Facts matter. This is WTOP News. 223. A Maryland man who pleaded guilty in a fraud scheme connected to the COVID pandemic is now going to prison, we are told. 36-year-old Dementris Von Smith of Waldorf is going to federal prison for 53 months in connection to the fraud scheme. Prosecutors say Von Smith submitted fraudulent CARES Act unemployment insurance claims in Maryland, California, and Arizona, totaling at least $1.5 million. The CARES Act was in place during the pandemic to help people who lost work because of the crisis. A co-defendant in the case, 28-year-old Michael Neguis of Laurel pleaded guilty to his role in the fraud scheme and faces a maximum sentence of 30 years in federal prison. He'll be sentenced in February. Kyle Cooper, WTOP News. AAA is predicting more than 115 million Americans will travel between December the 23rd and January the 1st. CBS correspondent Elise Preston has more. Crowded airports and holiday gatherings are also leading to a rise in COVID and flu cases. Nationwide influenza cases are up 10% from a week ago. California also had a 40% jump in COVID hospitalizations. But the pandemic is also helping create a longer holiday season. Remote workers with greater job flexibility are beginning trips sooner and ending later, on average, adding six days to their travels. At Johns Hopkins, I'm Elizabeth Tracy. People who are taking thyroid hormones should get their blood tested once a year or so just to make sure they're not taking too much. Since a recent Johns Hopkins study shows that's associated with an increased risk for dementia. Jennifer Mammon, an endocrinologist and one of the study's authors, explains why. It turns out that thyroid hormone is very long acting. The half-life is over a week and usually the levels don't change over the course of months and so typically a once a year check is fine but as we get older our metabolisms change when women go through menopause for example that's a time of a big shift in hormone metabolism and thyroid hormone tends to last a lot longer as our metabolisms shift as our muscle mass falls that's another reason why we might need a lower dose of thyroid hormone Medical labs throughout the country are adept at making these measurements, Mammon says. At Johns Hopkins, I'm Elizabeth Tracy. 225. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Sports at 25 and 55. Powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Here's Frank. Capitals fall short at the uh, Predators in Nashville, 3-1. to T.J. Oshie with the only goal for the Capitals. We saw Alex Ovechkin go for a, uh, another game without a goal. He's not scored in 12 games for the grade 8. Caps stay on the road, turn right around.